Welcome back to the H2B Creative Fuse podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, part of the creative team here at H2B Creative. Uh, we're located in downtown Dalton, and today we are with Chris, the owner of Dalton Brewing? One of the owners. One yep. of the owners. Okay. So I guess in that sort of vein, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us exactly who you are and what you do and what it looks like every day at Dalton Brewing? Sure. So um, I'm Chris Brown. I'm a transplant here to Dalton and a local attorney. Um, so that's my main job. Uh, and the brewery is sort of a side project. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the brewery is <laughs> a side project that I started with my brother-in-law, uh, Drew Michaels, and Deanna Mathis, who is community outreach person at Shaw Industries. Okay. And uh, there was a fourth partner, Gray Juba, um, who's a tech guy and was actually uh, the original person with a lot of brewing knowledge. Um, but he has, life has caught up a lot with him and yep. he has, um, you know, kind of backed out of that, but we still see him around the brewery from time to time. Cool. You guys are busy. I didn't realize that, I guess at least two of you had like full-time job yep so drew who is my brother-in-law uh, he's the main brewer yeah and so he works there full-time uh, we have a staff of around eight people full-time mix of full-time and part-time but deanna and myself uh, both have full-time jobs elsewhere um, and wow. so we just sort of uh, fill in as needed um, yeah. at the brewery and so for me i'm the um I'm the guy who handles all the boring back office stuff, uh, the financials and the compliance stuff. There has to be somebody that does it. Yep. I totally understand. <laughs> I worked in brewing for five years before I started here. So where? So I worked for a brewery in Atlanta called Eventide. Yeah. Um, and then I worked at Odd Story up in Chattanooga for two years. Awesome. This is my first year out of it. So I'm, I understand some of the ups and downs of of small family-owned, specifically brewery ownership. Yeah, Odd Story uh, is sort of started the same time we did mm-hmm. same sort of uh grassroots thing they've blown up in chattanooga as i'm sure you they know have yep now they've yep. got a big They're production a really facility job. yep um and so hopefully we can follow <laughs> yeah sort of that i mean they yeah they make they've made a lot of like really good decisions and they have a big following and i mean you guys do too to be honest i go to several festivals in festivals like the especially the lula lake one up in chattanooga um, or I guess Lookout Mountain, Georgia. I don't know. It's yep. somewhere up there. And y'all have a guy who I've seen several times there. He works for the city as well, I think. Rob Cowan. What is, thank you. Yes. Every time I'm like, I did headshots for the city recently, and he comes in and I'm like, how do I know you? I know I know you, but you're not wearing tie-dye and I can't place you. Yep. So, so he, he goes up and... Uh, yeah, we have a lot of people who like to help out at the brewery and, and you know volunteer because yeah. um, it's fun. And so he's one of the people who goes up and he he likes Lula Lake mm-hmm. and he goes to that that festival for sure. But he's another local attorney um, and he is the municipal judge okay. in town. Yep. Yeah, I love the following that you guys have here. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's sort of a cult following, um, and I think it's because we're the only production brewery you, you know in the area. Um, and so anyone who's interested in craft beer, we're kind of the hometown brewery. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. So how long, I think you said you started around the same time as Odd Story. So I, of course, know the history of that. But for everyone that doesn't or that's listening or it's unfamiliar with y'all, when did you start? Kind of how did that or what did the process look like? Either, I guess, from the lawyer side of it, like with the city and starting a business and the discussions with like family and friends and saying like, we're really going to do this. Yeah. So it. So it sort of started before we even came back to Dalton. My wife is a native here. Okay. Um, Amanda, she's over at the Creative Arts Guild. She's wonderful. Yep. And she, I think so. We love her very much. <laughs> um, and actually, it started with us. We were in Denver, an obviously huge brewery city. I lived um, in Breckenridge for two years. Yeah. So, yep. And so 
that was our familiarity with breweries was from Denver and they're they're on every block and it has replaced sort of the bar there and they're family friendly um, and they're community based. Um, so all of those attributes is sort of what we saw a brewery as. Um, and we moved back and I, it was a 2014, 2015. Um, we moved back so Amanda could start as the executive director over at the Creative Arts Guild. And I was asking somebody, I think I was asking my brother-in-law, you know, where's the closest brewery? And he's like, oh, you got to go to Chattanooga. Cool. And I said, you're going to go, you know, <laughs> 20 miles, 30 miles yeah. to, to go to a brewery? Um, and so we didn't think anything of it. Uh, I was doing some home brewing at the time. He jumped on board and we started doing that. Um, then we got hooked up with some other people who were teaching brewing classes. We got hooked up with Deanna and started tossing around the idea. At that time, Gray Juba had his own brewing system and he knew Deanna, so he was brought in. Started tossing about around these ideas around 2016. You know, maybe we should start something. And we had a completely different team. We had actually some other brewers who were on board. Um, but when it came time to kind of put the plan in place, put the money in, just became uh, me, Drew, Deanna, and Gray. And so it took about two years of planning, and we opened our doors at the beginning of uh, 2018 in February. Okay. Oh, so you're about to celebrate another anniversary. Yep. Do you have any big plans for that? We do. Um, Can you talk about them? I, <laughs> no, we're still in planning <laughs> okay. for it. Um, obviously, like most of our anniversary parties, there's going to be live music. It's going to be a block party. We'll shut down the block. And I think we're bringing back our first year we did Sours on the Hour. Um, okay. I, I don't know if you were there for that. No. But people liked that. Um, I think we're going to bring that back. We'll have our birthday beer like we have every year. Um, but there will be some other special things. It'll be five years. So it's cool. How has, I know, you said you're a trans, where are you from? So originally uh, the Northeast area. Of the country? Yeah. Okay. So I was, I was uh, <laughs> born in New York. We moved around Massachusetts, Connecticut, out to Illinois for a while, back to Massachusetts. Okay, so um, all so, over the place. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, and your wife is from here. Yes. Um, you've obviously sort of ingrained yourself in the city really well with the Creative Arts Guild and opening a brewery and... Yeah, so I met my wife in... So it's a funny story. Uh, her father and my father were both in medicine and they went to SUNY upstate New York. Um, and so Amanda and I were actually born in the same hospital two months apart in New York, in Syracuse, New York. And then 18 years later, we both went to Swanee for college in Tennessee and met there. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And so um, I've actually, you know, been in Dalton on and off since I was 18 years old. Okay. Uh, so most of my life yeah. uh, in Dalton. In uh, some way. That's yeah. really cool. Mm -hmm. So it kind of just made sense to come back here and you both knew the area and... Yep. Uh, Denver was a lot of fun as two people without kids. Yeah. Um, it was a blast. We got lots of skiing in. You know, once we started having kids, we realized how difficult it is to do with no family. My parents aren't out there. Yeah. My family wasn't out there. Um, and then the opportunity, the Creative Arts Guild popped up and we Thought, it just makes perfect yeah, sense. It made a lot of sense. Well, cool. How has the community as a whole sort of supported you throughout the journey of opening a brewery? It's been very supportive. It's odd that in Northwest Georgia, um, there's a community that's progressive with alcohol. Um, you know, I think we were the city council, I think in 2010, it was one of the first cities in Georgia uh, to have the open container law downtown. And nobody really took advantage of that. Yeah. Um, but then they also reduced the fees for micro distilleries and micro breweries so that the entry barrier um, to starting one of those was low, which obviously helps um, every dollar when you're getting off the ground. Yep. 100%. Um, right. And so, you know, other cities, it's, you know, thousands of dollars to just for a license to brew. Um, but 
in Dalton is seven hundred and fifty dollars for a microbrewery. So oh, yeah, that's yeah. So the city, doable. you know, they've been helpful all along the way. And humming in the background is my youngest son. We have a special guest today. Oh um, yeah, they've been incredibly supportive. You know, everyone from the city council to the police department recently had our staff training, and um, Captain Long came out to talk to us. The city has really embraced it. That's and I, awesome. And I think it's been uh, you know a mutual thing. I think it's been great for the city as well to yeah. have a brewery downtown that can attract younger. Uh, clientele. Yeah, and you have somewhere. I mean, somewhere to hang out. It's somewhere for people to meet. It. You have community events like the running groups on Thursdays. Yep. Like I've also, again, having been in the industry for a very long time, not very long, but long enough. You watch breweries pop up, and they have sort of an air of like we exist here, and we have our little bubble, and like we do this one thing, and and whatever. And then you watch other ones that make a huge effort to get really involved in the community and like show up for other people, and they don't just exist in this like well we are kind of snobby about craft beer kind of thing. And those are the ones that tend, in my opinion, to do really well and garner more support and people get really excited about them. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. And, I, you know, the the model, like I said, was based off of the Denver sort of it's a it's a gathering space there. You have your home that you go to. You have your work to go to. It's sort of the third space in the community yeah. you come out to. And as, you know, new parents, when we were starting this, you know, it's a place you can bring kids. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think a lot of people had this perception that, oh, you can't bring kids into a bar. We're not really a bar. You know, we're not serving liquor. We're serving craft beer. Uh, we don't have problem with people getting no. o- overserved. That's not what we do. And so there's a, a different atmosphere. And, you know, we have board games for kids to play and we have chalk and they're drawing on the, the street and parents can mingle and yet their kids can be there and be safe. So yeah. I think the atmosphere has a has a huge thing to do with it. I totally agree. Okay. Some of my favorite questions are, what is your first beer and then what is the beer that got you into craft beer if, if you can remember somebody asked me this one time i'm like i don't know my first beer i mean i think my first beer was a light domestic beer sure um you know i think i actually didn't get into craft until we went out to colorado i didn't um, either mm-hmm. yeah and i didn't realize it was like an actual industry right or that it was different from like the the bud light that i was drinking at parties with friends. Right. I think the closest I had come before going out to Colorado and, and trying IPAs and those sort of things was uh, Guinness, you know, mm-hmm. which, you know, first kind of full-bodied beer. And yep. I enjoyed that. Uh, but then once I got out to Colorado, it was kind of all about the IPAs and that craze is, is still running strong. It's still, yeah, oh yeah. And so, yeah, my first beer was probably light domestic, but it obviously evolved from there. Yeah. And if you could be any beer, what would you be? I'd like to say something exotic, but not really. Um, you know, I think my go-to is uh, is a light at this point is a light, like a mildly hoppy pale ale. Okay. Um, sort of been doing that for, you know, a year or two. I, I can't do the real hoppy beers anymore like no, I used to. No, I can to. do like one or like half one. And I'm yep. like, cool, done for the day. But, you know, a little bit of hop, so there's the flavor there, but mm-hmm. um, something lighter. Um, and then what has been the biggest challenge in the whole owning a brewery process? And how have you either overcome it or like working to? You know, I think the biggest challenge has been uh, just the time commitment. You know, it's uh, it is a labor of love. I think you know, Amanda calls it our third child. Okay. <laughs> so you know, one of our babies. Yeah. Um, yep. But we already had two, and so you know, Amanda works full time. I work full time, uh, and then there was this huge project, which we you know we took a burned out building. It used to be uh, dry cleaners that burned down. Oh. And so it was literally just, it didn't have a roof. It was a brick, it just had brick walls that weren't load bearing because of the fire. And so, you know, we worked with Bob Caperton over at Barrett Properties. He owned the building and did the build out for us. And uh, so great to work with him. And a big shout out to Barrett Properties for helping get us off the ground. They were a big part of it. But, you know, we had this shell of a building. They basically dropped a warehouse building with the steel inside mm-hmm. and tethered the brick to it. But then a lot of it was kind of sweat equity 
where you know we built the bar ourselves yeah. with the help of people like John Wilson. John Miner helped us with the electrical work. So it you know even before we started serving beer, it was a community yeah. uh, project. That's really cool. Yeah, that's a huge labor of love for mm-hmm. everybody. Yep. So, but balancing. I mean, the most difficult part is balancing work and family and then, you know, this on top of it. So the time constraint was difficult. You know, missing out on stuff were both me and my wife. You yeah. know, one of us was watching the kids while the other one was doing it. And mainly it was her who was, you know, doing the kid duty. So she had to miss out on some of the, the fun aspects of it, which, you know, it is what it is. But. Yeah. And then the last question has been, what is the most rewarding part of it? The most rewarding part has been meeting people. Yeah, I mean, it is, you know, I wasn't a native here and Dalton can be somewhat of a insulated community. Not the first time I've heard that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I think, I think it's hard to break into groups, but here you have this place. It's a gathering spot. It mixes all demographics. It mixes race, gender, age. You know, you've got kids. Yeah. Our kids in there playing with chalk and you've got, you know, 70 year olds coming in and, and having a grab beer. beer. Yeah. yeah. And so it's a, it's a melting pot really uh, for Dalton and, and we get to meet all these people, you know, for the first few years, I was working the tap room. Uh, Drew was working the tap room when he wasn't brewing. Deanna was working the tap room. Gray was working the tap room. So we were, you know, we were interfacing with with the community, and I think that was the most rewarding part. That's awesome. That's really cool. Well, um, we're excited to hear more about your anniversary party coming up. Until then, where can people find you physically? And like online. So if you're looking for our beer out in the community, a bunch of the restaurants carry our beer. Um, Hamilton's, a lot of the downtown businesses, Hamilton's, uh, Baja Coop, uh, Crescent City. And unfortunately, we don't can yet, so you can't find us in grocery stores. You can always come in and buy a growler uh, to take to a party or something. And then if you want to find out more information, we're working on retooling our website right now, but www.daltonbrewing.com. We're very active on social media, so check us out on Instagram, Facebook. Well, great. And thank you again for being here today, both of you. (laughs) And we will see you probably at the brewery later. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks for hanging out with us today here at the HTB Creative Fuse podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe, whether you listen on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher. HTB Creative is located in downtown Dalton and is here to assist with all of your marketing needs. Check us out at htbcreative.com or creativefusepodcast.com or any of our social channels. Until next time, stay creative.